0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk show Recorded live.
1: Welcome in. This is going to be North Shore Fishing Reports uh, NFR Live. Uh, we're talking to you on a Wednesday. It is the thirteenth of December. I'm joined by Captain Andy Jones. Captain Andy and, Andy and I went went out this
2: morning, did a little trolling at the trestles,
1: And <laughs> Captain Andy, let me tell you, I was a little worried about this trip.
2: And uh, you and I both, uh, we gave it, we gave each other the look at the dock, and it was uh, it was pretty <laughs> And it's funny <laughs> because you, you it's funny because you said uh, you got a call from Susan
1: last night, and, and she was kind of worried. So, it looks like we we're all thinking the same thing. Uh, this front just came through a little, a little early than we thought. And uh, man, what a disgusting looking morning, huh? Wind blowing, uh, fog. Yeah, believe it or not, we had fog out there wild, with the wind. I don't know what that was all about, but That's um, uh, just, just, just horrible conditions. It just had the had the makings of a really, really bad trip. Um, talk about what you were thinking. Um, As far as going into it, I know you got to go to know. I know that's probably the biggest thing on your mind, you know. What I was thinking is, man, this is going to, one good thing about this day is going to be it's not going to be heavily pressured. Uh, There weren't weren't a lot of boats at the dock when we launched, and uh, that was one good thing. So, you know, something going through my head was, well, maybe, you know, I know the fish are here. If they're even remotely biting, you know, we're going to have the The bridge to ourselves basically and um you know at the at the dock we put in and and there was only a few boats out there, and on the ride out there we we arrived at the the trestles and uh sure enough, there was only a few boats, so we did have the place ourselves for the most part, so that was a good thing
2: yeah it was uh it wasn't too bad early, and that you know it really uh it just it just makes you scratch your head a little bit. You're wondering, uh, you know, what it's going to go. But the bite's been so incredible, um, you know, hoping that we had a chance. And when we got that first hookup, you know, shortly after we got the lines in, I think that you and I gave each other a look again, and we both said, okay, we got a shot.
3: Yeah,
2: and, uh, yeah. And Yeah, so that was uh, – uh,
1: yeah, after that first one got pulled into the boat, Joe grabbed that line. Uh, we went with um, Susan Stewart. She's got a new website, Girl. Yeah, Wanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wanda. Su- yeah, Su- Wanda Stewart. I'm sorry, Susan Stewart. Wanda
2: Stewart, yeah.
1: Wanda Stewart, yeah, and her fiancé, Joe. So he grabs the line, and he pulls it in. It wasn't too big, about a 13-incher. But um,
2: that was a good it. sign. Yep. And again,
1: they were biting, you know,
2: uh, you know, I don't, I want to, we we did this trip because they won the, uh, the North shore fishing report at the fall seminar. They won this trip. Uh, it was one that we gave away, um, there at that seminar and man, what, and that was a fantastic seminar. I'm looking forward to the next one, uh, forward to the next one coming up and, you know, hopefully we can do something for that too, but what a blast. And, uh, yeah, that was that was really exciting when we got that first fish, and then and then you you had that look of hey, we you know, at least we know they're going to bite, and you know we've got a shot. Conditions may be tough, and uh, it just got better from there.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, you know, really, the as far as a pattern, it really wasn't a pattern. I would say the the lead core lines were doing better. Um, and what did we have on the lead cores? We had rattle trap. We ran and uh,
2: and these v twos v two trailers yeah. as uh mm. and uh yeah, it was interesting uh the the heavier that tide got, the better those the, the lead lines worked and um you know early on when the water wasn't ripping as much we were we were picking up some fish on those on the mirror lures on the side, but as that uh as that tide picked up and started moving, the lead lines definitely started out producing them,
0: mhm, mhm,
1: yeah. Yeah, and and we were on the what west side of the bridge for the most part, just past one seventy six, and um, just kind of cruising south. And we were picking them up. It wasn't hot and heavy at first, um, maybe one, you know, per ten minutes, maybe fifteen mm-hmm. minutes. But uh, we kind of uh, it was it our first pass that we decided to keep going, and we found that dirty water. Or no, we we looped back around and, and ran through that yeah, that cluster we made it, where we did,
2: yeah. We got into a couple, you know, we had some good hits and uh, we just, we ran until the water really, you could definitely see that silty, more of a stain, you know, either was something flushing out from all the rain we had the night before. And, um, we, we only ran in that for a bit before we looked at each other and we're all kind of going, okay, you know, no bites, let's turn around. And what a difference as soon as we turn around and ran back to the good water again, boom, we're back in action.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's t- kind of like jigging in, in where you are jigging the trusses, you're kind of moving around and, and you you hit them here and then you go a little bit further and they're they're gone, and you come back to that spot and then you know you, you kind of zone in with trolling, you kind of dragging it through that that zone and and when it stops biting you kind of loop back around and and do it again and. We kind of, we kind of could anticipate where we were going to catch fish when we would loop back around and start at that first boat that was anchored, throw in and start, you know, pulling it. Sometimes we were getting hit as we were letting out the line, you know. It was great. Yeah. It was yeah. a great, yeah,
2: great bite.
1: Um, and, uh, and then, and then that, that tide really started ripping. Um, what'd you say about eight, nine?
2: yeah it was it was going hard and uh the interesting thing about that was i i think when we caught that big one you caught a really nice monster um at the peak of that you oh know, really, yeah water was really moving and uh you boated uh you boated, you boated a monster there at the end and that was that was interesting to to see um that was
1: certainly a healthy fish um yeah, i knew yeah. i knew right when I grabbed the pole that um, yeah. <laughs> it, it was something serious. I was a little worried about maybe being a redfish, but yeah. with this cooler weather, it seemed like the redfish are, are tailing off. So everything is strictly a uh, you know a trout or, or a blue cat that we caught. We did catch a blue cat, but luckily it was not a blue cat, and um, it was just <laughs> just a solid stout Good. trout that you had your you had a challenge getting your hands around bringing it I'm into re- the boat.
2: I reached in to grab that thing, and I was like, "This thing's a lot bigger than I anticipated." (laughs) I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't. It was just, uh, and then I was, afraid I was going to lose them, and uh, you know, really be healed.
1: I'm I'm a patient man, Andy, but um, (laughs) the clock was ticking there. (laughs) It was, it was definitely. It felt like you were six (laughs) or seven different tries. (laughs) I'm about to just haul them in. But uh, you got your hands around them. We put them in the boat. We got some good pictures, and uh, wow! I mean, that's that that what comes that comes along with um, you know trolling is those those big trout. Yeah. And and like you said on the trip, it's, it's that's why people troll. You know, it's it's just knowing that any fish. You know, it could be a twelve inch fish one second, and then the next one can just be be that big one. You know.
2: Yeah, it's it's fun. I have a feeling if I hadn't gotten that guy, I might have been swimming. <laughs> uh, no, nah, not me. at all. Gotta help me over the side after him, but yeah, <laughs> let me uh, help you uh, out that, here.
1: That's
2: a, that's the truth. That man. was
1: the longest ten seconds
2: of my life. <laughs> Believe me, but I uh, probably, tap you on the shoulder. What what are you doing down there? <laughs> holy smokes! I was going. If I lose this thing, I'm gonna look like the heel here for sure. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> and that's right. I mean, it's just it just is amazing how that can happen and uh just uh that that's the thrill of fishing those big trout and knowing that this happens you know in the fall and the spring when these big girls move in and and just the anticipation of knowing that you could you could truly land the fish of a lifetime
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. talk about
2: um andy talk about a little about
1: as far as trolling, when when do you go into trolling mode? Is it is it a water temperature thing? When a, when the water you know dips low sixties, fifties. That's what I think of trolling as. For some reason, yeah. uh, you know. And, but they had jiggers out there. I called. Uh, yeah. I called Zach. We saw Zach out there and hooked that boat, and uh, I think yeah. they ended up with forty something. That might be the best, the best out on the water that I've heard today.
2: Um, yeah i talked to it several like people, same thing you know some caught and some struggled and you know that's fishing too not everybody's you know not everybody does the same every day and uh those guys on that boat when you see those guys out there you know they're uh they're on some fish they you know they're gonna they're gonna give it a, a good shot so i knew when we were in the same general area that we were we were probably in the right spot
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, definitely yeah, and he so,
2: told me on the phone, he seems it seems
1: like when, when we passed by, uh right when he saw us hooking up would be yeah. right when they start right when they started hitting them, you know. So it was like timing, you know.
2: Yeah, it was really something. Those fish are there and uh Yeah, it's uh they they did good, yeah. It, it was uh there was some guys that definitely caught some fish and um you know, it's always fun. So what? What? Let's go back to water temperature. Do
1: you? Okay. Is it a water temperature thing that you that that goes in your mind, or is it a client? Like you said, I know you you, you told me, it's so much easier to troll when you have the younger kids out there or the inexperienced uh, people that yeah. you really. I mean, jigging the jigging the trestles, jigging the causeway. That's that's some of the toughest trout fishing that you can do. You can experience um, even the guy- the, even the good ones have trouble. You know, so.
2: It's uh, trolling
1: seems like something, you know, that, like you said, you know, in the boat that, that you, you specifically cater towards your, your clients.
2: Yeah. And it is, it is, it was one of the reasons we started it is because we had a lot of people that wanted to catch those big trout, but they're just, you know, and we would take people out and they'd try to jig and it was more, they end up more watching the guide fish than they get to fish uh you know because the guy does it all the time obviously more experienced so we figured with the trolling it gives them at least an opportunity to get one on the hook you know and just because you hook them up doesn't mean you're putting them in the boat even with trolling or jigging it's they're, they're both tough uh but this way they've got a shot and uh we found that we we were able to put more fish in the boat and for younger or or more experienced folks but yeah back to the temperature like uh once it Hits 69. I know we've got a trout, uh, you know, potential for a trout bite on a troll once it hits those 60s. You know, 70s is iffy. I mean, I've pulled some in the 70s, uh, you know, because we always troll early and we're always looking, you know, get the low 70s. I've caught some, but that bite really kicks on when it hits into the 60s and, uh, you know, on down the lower it goes, and it just seems to get better, Mm -hmm,
0: mm
1: -hmm. yeah.
2: Um, I mean that cold water
1: trolling. That's what it's all about in uh, the fall and the spring. What would you yeah. say is a better trolling bite? As far as let's let's say the the bridges, the causeway, and the trestles. I I think of that as an early spring bite also.
2: It is it is an amazing early spring bite too. A lot of people a lot of people pass it up, or uh, they start looking in different areas. But we still have you know we we're still getting into them in the early early fall. And I've heard. You know, people catching all the way up into June. Um we're usually pulled off the bridge, you know, because people are starting to look for redfish and they're starting to do other things uh for us that uh, it kinda shifts gears. But I know guys that have fished it and uh, you know, like I said they've been able to jig. They don't so much troll but they'll they'll catch trout all the way up, you know, into the May and in the early parts of June. Um mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. some some years. So, you know, that spring bite it, it can be it can be very good. April, May, um, guys can catch some great fish.
1: Mm-hmm. Andy, what's the biggest uh, trout you've ever caught trolling?
2: The biggest trout we've caught last year was 6.75. Our biggest mm-hmm. to date is 8 pounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And what do you do when you're trolling and you feel that? Do you change anything? I mean, that's got to start taking drag, huh?
2: Oh yeah, I mean it's the 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 deal with the really once you start breaking the 4 to 5 pound range, they it, it almost feels like a log on the end of the uh, on the end uh-huh. of the line. I mean, you can tell it's just it's just a heavy dead weight, um little different, little different fight. They'll make a couple of big power runs on you, but those fish are uh they they they'll just kind of hang in there and um you know, it's a, it's more of a dead weight uh, interesting interesting fight uh with the, mm-hmm. with your big fish. Um yeah last year our big one was uh six seven five and um, good fish. Um but we had an average last year of three to four pounds. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Causeway bite was phenomenal uh for us last fall. Uh but this bite here has been every bit as good as that. Just uh, in the fish have been phenomenal and um uh, this the Causeway just hasn't seen the fish yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it
1: ebbs and flows. I mean, it, typically, what I see with this lake is, if if it takes a, if it takes the season off, it's going to be even stronger the next season. So, whether it's you know hurricane uh, spillway, you know, yeah. yeah, lots lots of water being poured in, it it almost seems like that fresh water kind of resets things and rejuvenates things. And we talked about it on the boat how that that salt water. Uh, mixing in with the um, the the fresh, it just seems like that's that's where the fish want to be, right where that fresh water hits that salt water, and um, you could really see the results. So I, I'm hoping that that cause will bounce back. Maybe, maybe we'll have a phenomenal spring. I think it's very important to look at that map and that salinity um, that mm-hmm. salinity map, the hydrocoast map, because what it shows you is the salinity. And it also shows you an actual satellite view, and you could you could just about see the reasoning for that low salinity. Um, you could kind of see that that whole western end of the the lake is just not not right um, yeah. right now. So really, it's, just just keep an eye on that. You, you you keep an eye on that almost daily, correct?
2: Oh yeah, I'm. Con- I, I mean that's been our bread and butter of course this year i mean we've had to come out of the box for us this year and fish uh, a lot you know a lot more out of slide out which i mean it's been a pleasure it's been a joy we've had a blast uh but you know we like being in our backyard over here uh, closer to lacombe and fishing the big bridge boy you know it's been something that you do for a long period of time and you start learning where those fish are and um you get accustomed to it, and, you know, last year we had such a great season. It was hard for us. You know, we were crushed this year thinking we were, you, you're so hopeful, uh, but, you know, we're so blessed with this estuary here, and just amazing that we can go to L, and, you know, just have three bridges there to choose from and, and just be catching fantastic fish. You know, it's just it's mm-hmm. awesome.
1: If anybody so, else is on the call, y'all, y'all could just join in at any time. I can't hear anything right now, but if you're on... Is anybody else here besides um, Andy? I just joined in, Keith, Taylor. Hey, there he is. There he is. And this is uh, Taylor Valwa. Taylor writes the site fishing column and has been deviating from site fishing and joining in on the trout fishing lately, huh, Taylor?
3: Yeah, you got to get
1: it while the action's hot. That's, <laughs> That's the key. Um, Taylor, now, you, uh, when's the last time you went out? Was that the, uh, the wall report that
3: you had where you you
1: killed him at the wall yeah that was um last Tuesday that's uh pretty much the last time I went out I'm going tomorrow morning uh man what a stuff. story Taylor Taylor do you want, tell us that story a little bit that that was incredible especially now you were fishing on it's a day similar to what we had today um you didn't think it was it's going to be any good set set that scene up for us yeah it was pretty much
3: I mean how it lined up is uh I had off that Tuesday and Wednesday and um, that Monday um, I wanted to go on Tuesday and I I was looking at it and the conditions just, I mean, they weren't at all what I was looking for. Um, I mean, there was high, high winds. I mean, they said gust up to 35 miles per hour. I was like, Oh man. Uh, I mean, there's no way I'm going to go out there and it's just going to be easy for me. So, um, I mean, you know, I run a 15 foot flat, so that's like, throwing like an inner tube in a, a whirlpool. So um,
0: <laughs>
3: So I went out there and well I grabbed the buddy first, my buddy Tony, and then we were just like, Okay, worst case scenario, we'll get to launch, we'll go out the intercoastal first, and then if the wind's bad, we'll just go home. I mean it's it's a wash, you know what I mean? That's the worst case scenario. So we got up real early thinking, well, if there is traffic, then maybe, you know, we'll beat beat some people to that area. So we got up, there's not one single boat. It's foggy. It's I mean the wind was. <laughs> dun, <gusting>. dun
1: dun dun.
3: <laughs> I know. The the wind was gusting too. I was like, man. 'Cause I always judge the wind on the way there by looking at all the flags. I'm like, man, you feel like those flag poles like ripping, you're like, Jesus, I'm up to you know? Yeah. Like it's like serious. I know this. yeah. I I can yeah. relate to that. I know I
2: know exactly what your your heart sinks.
3: Yeah. You're like, oh t- today's gonna be bad. Um so we got out there and then we started um well actually we got to the launch and there was nobody there. And the uh the guy at Helshore uh he, at us, he was like, Man, y'all must be crazy. I was like, nah, I don't think we're crazy. Well and then that's when I really realized that it was just a true west wind. I was like, okay, well maybe we're not crazy. Maybe we're this is actually great because we're set up pretty perfect. That levee system and that wall and all that stuff, that'll kinda lock us in and you know we'll be set. We could just fish that area, you know, and you know, we'll <laughs> do that. Worst case scenario. Uh we pulled up we'll, it was smooth as I it was smooth, smooth water the whole way there. Then we pulled up and uh I mean birds would dive in left and right. So um so we cast a couple times. I idled the motor towards them, we cast right in front of the locks. Um and bam it was it was non stop action for about 15, 20 minutes of uh, you know, anywhere from 16 to 20 inches, uh, a couple of them being 21 inches. Um, and then, uh, then I, I nailed a huge red, and then we were trying to fight to get that sucker in, and then uh, that kind of, we were, you know, i I say I fought him for about 15 minutes, and by that time, the trout bike kind of died right there. So we moved over to the wall, and it was nonstop action right there too. But it was it was just up, which is great, because you can kind of, the thing that I like is that we could experiment and not worry about people kind of, like, moving in and, like, ruining the bite or moving in real fast. Um, so we threw, like, every every color that I have in soft plastics in my tackle box, I threw it. Because at one <laughs> point we were catching so many, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to keep on throwing different colors, almost every other cast and see, you know what I mean, see if, like, I just get, like, a initial just crazy bite. Um but Now it was
1: before before you moved to the wall, y'all were you you were throwing tandems uh, doubles. Uh yeah,
3: so initially I was throwing um single on a three eighth ounce jig, um and it, actually they were high up in the water column. They were only I mean you know there was birds diving, so obviously they were in that one to two foot range. Um and then uh, yeah, then I started throwing tandem, and then we uh, we were nailing two at a time. Uh, Actually, I think I told you this story. He's, I had my buddy. He went to go cast, and he birdied up his uh, his baitcaster. You know, I'm casting and stuff, and I see his line tighten up, and I'm like, "Dude, you have like something big." So I go down and I'm grabbing his line and pulling it while he's like reeling it in because it's still birdied up. And uh, they had a, a 17-inch spec and then a 16-inch red one of I'm like, on a tandem. My God. <laughs> that's that's when it's good huh wow i know man. i was like I, I can't even i can't even pay i can't even pay good money for a day like this this is ridiculous <laughs> no.
2: that's awesome that is yeah, great man fun.
1: that is great so when you're heading out um you, you go on may you make it a trip friday Dylan? no i'm actually Third going day? tomorrow Third, yeah i can't get that straight <laughs> Thursday. Okay, you're heading out Thursday, man. I, I tell you what. I mean, I have a feeling today it had to have been the worst, the worst it's going to be, um, unless we caught it on the where that front hadn't quite passed through yet, huh, Andy? But but that that per, that barometric pressure was rising though, so it that leads me to believe that that it's, it's through.
2: Yeah, it was definitely on the rise. I guess it must have been, you know, I just think we were early enough uh, that it hadn't gotten up there too high, um, and we were still able to, you know, able to produce. But, yeah, I I'm a firm believer once that pressure gets way up there, it's a, it's a tough bite.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: Where are you guys going to fish tomorrow?
3: You know, I was really judging until the morning. Um, yeah. judging wind and everything like that. Like these fronts have been so, you know, east or west. Like it's it's never just in between like what, what the weatherman says or what everybody says until that morning. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's, obviously it's not five mile per hour east wind It just changed yeah. to, you know, 20 mile per hour west winds, you know. That's, so,
2: that's it. Crazy. I was going to kind of just
3: wake up. But my goal was either to – um I was trying to target more of the big trout Uh, way, so I was either going to start jigging the uh, Levin Bridge if if the tide was... I think the tide's falling pretty good tomorrow. Um, It was was falling
2: pretty good today.
3: Yeah. You know, know, and people think, man, I I have the most success in the trestles when A, the tide is ripping through there. I have the most success there. And then also on the crappiest days, like when the weather's bad, or like today, like a foggy day, like um, today is a day I wish I had a call-out card. Now, l-
1: let me I break knew. in here. Let me break in here. Do you think that is a reason because the fish are biting better? Or do you think there's something to the mass of boats out there that are all catching fish? And and, and when they're gone, there's just there's just nothing to catch the fish. Do you know what I'm saying?
3: Oh well I definitely believe that there's pressure involved, you know, especially with the big trout. The big trout are less I mean they we all know they didn't get fat for a reason. You know what I mean? They they got fat mm-hmm. because they yep. they know when all that boat pressures around that area. So they're, you know they're, they're particular Yep. When they're, when the trestle's go on fire you're gonna find the big trout on the other bridges that you never fish. Like,
2: exactly. like,
3: uh, like the eleven the the Highway Eleven Bridge. Highway eleven bridge barely see anybody fishing that bridge and that's where a lot of big ones come from it's just yeah. not you know yeah. 75 big ones so no one ever fishes it <laughs>
2: exactly taylor is exa- he's exactly right and i'll tell you i've been fishing uh the twin span uh our last few times out actually even monday um and the the quality of the fish now it's a lot longer between bites okay but correct the fish they are absolutely amazing and that's what that's what i agree and you don't see any other boats i see one or two guys maybe come over there and, and try for a little bit but you know people like to have that quick you know you got to have some patience with it when you're looking for those when you're looking for those monsters and uh it you know people look at you like you're crazy and that's why a lot of times you're going for that quick bite but uh uh-huh. Tell you what, the reward, if you can stick it out, just like Taylor's saying, is it's phenomenal. And there's nothing like it. When you, when you bust six pounds on a trout, it's just a feeling like nothing else I can describe. Oh. You know, yeah. Your heart blows. You see the thing and you're like, whoa. But it's yeah. like, It's a tough one. Everybody
3: advice. gets it.
2: <laughs> yeah. And we exactly.
1: saw we saw birds uh today and I really don't ever see birds while fishing the trestles um so that was that was something that was fun uh trolling through those birds and uh the, the birds definitely was you know locating them now they weren't diving fast and furious um but they that definitely happened. were active and there was something in the water we saw one pull up looked like a a banged up needle nose um out Dang. there
3: so yeah and needle needle fish are... I don't know. Those are the nastiest creatures. If you ever grab one and squeeze one, it is like the most foul-smelling creature
1: out there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'll
2: Wonder never what, do it again. I'll never do it again, yeah. I want, does anything eat those things, man? I've always wondered that because you'll get into some of these bayous and stuff and you're like, God, there's three million of these things. Doesn't uh, anything. No. <laughs> well, well, it, looked it looked looks like that seagull wanted to eat it.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, he sure did. I looked into it one day after catching some, uh, and then I grabbed, I made the mistake by like, grabbing one and trying to, you know, unhook it. And, man, it's not like my hand's been, like, rubbing, like, copper pennies for, like, hours. It was so hmm. hard. And, uh. Hmm. And I looked into it and uh, it's it's only offshore fish that'll attack them. I'm like, well, man, that's why they come inshore, is because no one wants to eat them. They're just, they're just yeah. eating things over hmm And they'll but, get masked,
0: too, I'll tell you
3: what. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's nice. uh, I, I don't know exactly where I'm going to go to more. I mean, um, another option that I was thinking of, uh, depending, I, I was actually thinking about going to Gohagen's uh, Canal as well. I haven't decided yet either. Uh I've heard a couple reports out of there and it's actually a pretty good winter spot. Um but yeah I was I don't gonna say
1: where... it's it's not I don't think it's that it's cold enough for Gohagans. I usually think of Gohagans, I mean that's very very easy yeah. cold, but uh yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. We problem. don't get many
3: reports from Gohagans on our site, it seems like I know. I don't think that many people fish it. But it's I, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's like one of those like well kept secrets that mm-hmm. They have, I've seen some pretty solid fish come out of there, um, but I I don't know I haven't fished I haven't fished since last year when we had some really cold fronts. But I mean this year the bait's been so bu- abundant. I mean you can yeah you, you can fish on wet pavement and catch a fish right now. It's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> uh, it, I'm telling you, it's uh, it has really been something. Just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Really good uh-huh. if anybody else is
1: on the call, y'all join in. I see some people in the chat room, y'all can go ahead and join in if you want. Um so Taylor, you're up in the air, you don't know what you're gonna hit trestles, uh you're not you're not thinking, Wow, well, huh? I mean that's another option. Uh
3: man, I just don't I, I don't know, I like I like kinda doing my own thing and I hate going out there and there's so much pressure. So mm-hmm. if that's I did go out there um I mean this morning was I mean, you know how this morning was. It was actually pretty crappy conditions as far as, like, mm-hmm. visibility and stuff like that. And right. uh, someone someone shot me a picture from over there, and they had eight or nine boats. So,
0: oh, yeah, I mean, wow. Like, wow.
3: And, oh, man, it just it amazes me. Now, I'll I'll go on the other side of the locks, on the Bayou B. Avenue side, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll fish the, the rocks over there. And, um, you know, down in, you know, the other side of a coal and stuff like that. Um, I can thing up in there, but I really I really just want to go to the trestles and target big trout, you know, as they've been catching them all pretty much all uh, all fall, so I'd like to get on that. Um mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. But it depends. I'll probably well, it do that.
2: Be, it may be worth a look or if you get a chance tomorrow and you want to go take a peek at that you know, something around that that center span and then coming in where uh where uh, the the old uh what's that fishing pier they've got there between uh between the twin spans when they got that little fishing pier there we we've been trolling in and out of there a little bit and uh oh yeah Mm -hmm. we had a good bite there for a while and we didn't start picking up any fish until we got outside of that and closer to the center span but like i said and you and you know it the bites real slow but you know we were breaking all the fish were over 20 inches and uh, yeah That to me, that's, that's a little bit of a game changer, you know, when you start, start breaking that 20 inch mark on a consistent basis. I've I've
3: learned even, I've learned to be more patient when it comes, that, that's, that's why everybody doesn't like to, you know, that's why actually more people catch, you know, smaller ones is because they don't want to go out there and be patient. So, but
2: yeah, it's a thing. It's an interesting spot. I don't know. You know, like I said, it may be hit and miss and, uh, but we did, we, we've we been fishing that a little bit and catching some nice ones, just not, like I said, it's kind of, I think some guys would gouge their eyes out at how long, <laughs>
1: you
2: to know, get on them. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know,
1: I, I don't think it's that bad as far as it seems like when you get into some conversation, we're talking, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just a totally different sport, this trolling. Um, you know, we're talking and talking, and time goes by, and, and he wham. It's on, and then two or three go down, and it's like you pick up a batch of fish in batches, and then you you sitting there talking and everything. I can see how yeah, it can be really fun, especially if you bring a few beers aboard. You know? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. You know? Those yeah. Are just, it all really depends on uh, the personality of the people you're fishing with. You know? <laughs> there you go. It, it really <laughs> does. It, some guys, some guy, some people. Uh, I've I've brought people on board, and a guy looked at me when we put the lines out, and he goes, "This is it." This is why we're gonna fish? And oh, I was like, man. this is now we're gonna fish Well uh his tune changed in about twenty minutes when he had <laughs> you know, we we blasted you know, some of the biggest trout he'd ever seen, but uh he couldn't believe that you know, this is how you do it. And I was like, Oh well, it's a little different, you know. But mm-hmm. there was no way I, this guy's fishing level, there was no way we were gonna jig and catch a fish. It just wasn't gonna happen.
3: Yeah, you know, he, that's, that's, that's why like,
2: him the spinning rod and he's got it upside down and I was like ah you know I think we just <laughs> that's <laughs> how you made bit. your decision huh <laughs> yeah yeah major <laughs> so no, yeah, plans here
0: <laughs>
2: yeah a little shift of gears and uh, I don't take offense you know you and you can't you just keep, you just got to kind of go with it um, <laughs> but you know jigging is a, The guys who jig it, it it's it's not. It's not for people who don't fish all the time. That's a that's a tricky bite and uh, takes some skill. You gotta you gotta definitely uh, have that feel for those fish. You know, pretty mm-hmm. monster. Absolutely. Yeah, but there's cool. nothing
1: like jigging that bridge when when you feel that that thump thump thump.
2: Set yeah. the hook
1: and it's like just setting the hook. You know, just it's so solid. You know, sometimes the the rod rips out of your hand, especially if you're fishing with that uh, braided line where there's just no give. You know, yep. just to have that, that, that real rip out of your hand, you got to grab it again and really grab that pole. Uh, oh, there's nothing like that, you know.
2: And if you get on a bite like Taylor was saying that he had on the wall, I mean, that's just a whole nother level of sanity, you know. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. You get two at a time and, <laughs> and all kinds of <laughs> crazy. I tried. Yeah, uh, I
1: can't.
3: We, the last couple casts that we had out there uh, – I tried boat flipping. Well, I knew I had a double because I can just feel it. I, I was like, this is too heavy to uh, just be one fish. So I tried boat flipping two uh, two fish in, and it was pulling drag every time I tried <laughs> boat flipping. I was like, oh, I got to stop this. But It was two twenty inch trout. I was like, this is freaking ridiculous.
2: Yeah, that's two
3: twenty I
1: mean, inch trout. I, I, I can't even. I can't,
3: uh, it was the I last. It was, was the last way. two fish. The last two fish that we had. <laughs>
2: yeah you end on a back, high
1: note.
2: you can break the rod with that, buddy. I'll tell you what mm. oh awesome. yeah I, that is nice
3: yeah it was it was definitely fun, I don't know, and especially the guy that I go with, we go fishing all the time, and uh I mean exactly. we you know we'll catch we'll catch redfish and uh you know sight fishing all the time, and man, we cannot for some odd reason, every time I bring him out, we will never ever catch a speckled trout, and he always talks about going out and catching like loads. I'm like, man, you. We just locked up today. This is probably the best. <laughs> best trip we've ever had together.
2: Taylor, was that you with uh, Miguel that day? I saw you guys over by the dock. Were you fishing with him?
3: Yeah, yeah, that was, was me, man.
2: Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought so. I just wanted to make sure. Yep.
3: Yeah, yeah, we. Um, yeah. Where did we go that day? I think we went to Bloxy Marsh. We had a good day that day. That was a. Oh,
2: yeah, healthy. you guys, you guys have lit it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, hey, did Miguel tell you any of his cowboy stories? You know, he's a cowboy. A bull rider. Oh, yeah.
0: Secretly, <laughs> secretly he is.
1: That's what he was going. That's crazy, Miguel, man. A funny guy. I, I like Miguel. I like I like Fisher Miguel because he's not from here, and he really makes you realize, you know, what you really have. I mean, he. Oh, he yeah. we, were cruising, we were cruising just by the marsh, the simple sun, you know, shining over the marsh, and he's like, man, look at that. Like, that That's incredible.
2: You know, and we just
1: cruise by. You know, it's just another, another marsh scene. You know, we're going through the, going through the marsh, zigzagging through the canals and stuff. You know, the best, so it, the it,
3: best it, expression or um, the thing that you're gonna get from him is when he hooks a big redfish and he loses it right after. It's like the best <laughs> ever. I can't, I can't describe the, the amount of pain that goes through this man's eyes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's
1: have, heartbreak it's,
3: it's, 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 sorrow like he like stops for a second you need a like,
1: clean neck right. <laughs> i mean yeah. i know i
3: know that was it is, but he takes it to heart <laughs> i know i know yeah.
2: the feel. i have a couple of trout like that that i still you know four or five years ago and i'm still crying
1: mm.
2: so oh trout really heard way more <laughs> Trout heard way more oh
1: yeah Cause yeah, they'll show you, they'll show that they'll they'll whole, whole to you sideways, and it'll be like <laughs> just enough to hear. This is what you're about to lose, and and then yeah. wham, you know.
2: I've got a, I, I've got, a, I weaved a a whole bunch of cuss words off the causeway one year with with Tyler out there. We lost one, and I tell you what, it's uh, <laughs> George. You there?
0: Yeah, yeah finally. finally.
2: There he is. There
1: he is, George Fishmeister charters. When's the last time you have been out, buddy?
0: Uh, I was back in November. Uh, end of November. I was fishing them trout uh, on charters on the uh, on the middle ground there. Mhm. The uh, shrimp were evidently stacked up there. I used to shrimp out there years ago when it stacked up. <clears throat> mhm. And uh, they were just laying there every day. I mean, the boats were. Thick, like at the trestles off,, but mm-hmm. uh, nobody would get in anybody's way, so it was it was pretty good and easy fishing
1: there, yeah, it was getting a little frustrating today, um but you know I, I don't I don't think half of that's not intentional, they just don't know you know the etiquette, and I really didn't know um the what what's the what's the pattern you say, Andy uh when you're trolling and you actually catch something and you fall out of line.
2: Yeah, and if you're going to slow down or you're going to be holding up, you know, you you try to give the other person the chance to to slide by you, you know, if you're, if you got several guys in a row trolling, and it's just kind of an unwritten rule, you know, you let them have that pass, and then you don't, when you get on hook, you don't go running in front of them, you know, you just kind of fall behind, and, you know, or if you're going to change locations, but you you see a lot of people catch a fish, and, you know you get in front of them and then they're going to run and put their boat in front of you, you know, get right back in front of you and, you know so there's an unwritten rule between guys who do it a lot that you know there's an etiquette that you follow and you give each guy a space and uh, you know just be courteous yeah yeah
0: that's, that's kind of like when when used to wing that years ago was the same way the boats would kind of follow everybody and make the turn and you know, you didn't jump in in between anybody. You just had a way yeah. to get in line to make the push.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then when you do that, it, you know, everybody catches it. It's just, uh, you, you know, it's just a courtesy thing. And some guys follow it, and some guys don't. And I, I always try to err to the side of give give guys room and space, and understanding that we we appreciate the same. So uh, you know, it's just it's just a common courtesy. It's all.
1: All right guys, we're gonna uh we gotta let's go about another ten minutes. Um hoping for a few guests to join us. Maybe they have some some c uh questions. I see E Louisiana, don't know who that is, and I see a guest number four. I guess they haven't figured out how to get in. Yeah, George, was, was is... it a challenge
0: coming in? Or what what was the Well, problem? I don't know. It was telling me to download something and my Norton wouldn't let me download it. So then, uh, I don't know, I just kept flipping through pages and then I seen the jackpot the that said I was I was on there and then I seen some stuff at the bottom. And I said, well, from the last two times you did it, I've been trying to uh, get in and I had wrote the phone number down so I called it and then they were asking me for the pen and then I finally figured what the pen was. It was my <laughs> phone number I had signed up with yeah. yeah. Your phone number than the pound sign. Yeah. We're gonna gotta be gotta
1: doing this it. a lot we're gonna be doing this a lot more often. Um I, I just got to set my reminder to do this and you uh, this could be a, a a great option for the premium side, um uh, we can get a little talk show going. i I had a lot of fun and, and maybe if people can depend on this and like Taylor's going out the next day, um, you know, tomorrow. So this hopefully can help him. I know I think our report, you know, from the trestles might have, might have swayed his decision a little bit, but I don't I don't know if he's going to target the trestles or Go Hagen or the wall, but
0: yeah, you know, hopefully it helps. That wall is just kind of hard to, to pass up, you know. Right now, I mean, that's the place to go anywhere in ICW right now, you know, toward that way. Well, Taylor,
1: uh, take keep us posted. I like to. Uh, I'm going to try to get. You know, use that chat board on the premium side. You can chat on there on, from your phone. Just, just give you know, type on there. if You're doing good or whatever. Maybe help somebody out that that's um, heading yeah. out that morning or something. I, I try to I try to post as I'm fishing on there, and then you know, hopefully, if it you know, if one premium member's heading out and and they see that on the chat board, maybe you can help them out. You know. Because those fish were oh, definitely hitting all day. You could have made it out. And I think that's what happened a lot out there. You, we noticed boats showing up more and more as the day went on. And that's got to be because of chatter. You know, people calling their friends. Hey, they're out there their
0: You know, people well,
1: right there and slide out. You can, you can put the boat in the water within 20
0: minutes and you're out there and you, you're catching fish. I mean, it doesn't get any
1: easier than that, you know.
0: Yeah, I think that's what we was happening at middle ground there because, I mean, the boats would just keep coming and coming and coming and coming, you know, mm-hmm. is the thing. But not even was, leave there and go off somewhere else and come back and the boats were still there. <laughs>
2: that was that, that. was crazy this year. That was absolutely insane. Yeah, there's yeah. just tons of guys fishing that.
0: Yeah, you know, and I, I, I wanted to mention, you know, at, at Pelican Point, uh, when you launch there, I know Buddy watches there a lot, and I I launch there too. There, there's a, a stop on that back down ramp that if you don't watch it, you can hit it with your motor when you're poking up. Because I tore my prop up two weeks ago on it. Oh, man. Yeah, they That's, they put a stop in it, and I asked Landrew about it, and he said, yeah, he kind of wishes he, he wouldn't have put it in there because he says, the people are backing over it, and then they can't get their trailer back over it again. You know, and yeah. if you don't the know there's
1: a stop there, yeah, you're just going to go right over it.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I ran the motor into it driving the boat on the trailer. I had the motor, <clears> you know, tucked down too low, and I didn't know that thing was there. I don't even know how high it sticks up, but I know I hit it. <laughs> wow.
1: All right, anybody else? Anybody else want to join or anybody else you got any questions or anything? We're going to we're going to wrap this thing up and I'm going to get to work on publishing it and uh, putting it on the um on the forum, yeah, the maybe, premium side of the maybe, forum.
0: Maybe uh on the forum you could tell them how to get in because that was my problem. I seen you said call in and I'm like, "Well, how the hell I call in?" You know, I just couldn't figure it out at first. Right. Um, you get old. See,
1: I don't know. I, I just, the bottom of the screen says call in now. It says dial in, you dial the number, and it says enter call ID, and then it's got enter pin. That's all well, I did.
0: Well, finally, it, 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 I, I saw that, but I, in the beginning, I was on some other page, and I had g- gave myself a password all a while back, but he told me it wasn't yes, any good, I had to go redo all not. that.
2: I had to log in as a guest because it's not Ricky. I I did the sign in, but it's not. It's saying that my password or something isn't right. And yeah, you know, So
1: you're talking to us as a guest. That's fine. I mean, if if people can yeah. log on without even having to register, that's great. Right. I mean, we can yeah. do it as guests. But hopefully, we get the hang of it and we can start doing this more often. Yes, I had a blast.
0: Yeah. Uh, you might have to do like I did. Just go. I just went ahead and put in the uh, the same password and and. Uh, Everything that I did the first time when I registered, and it took it all. But then when I went to do the phone number thing, it it said that it was already in use. So I said, "Well, I don't know." It's crazy. <laughs>
2: These crazy kids. These <laughs> crazy. TikTok, TikTok, uh... Hey, good luck, Taylor. Uh, uh, you know, let me know how you do uh, tomorrow. And, I, you know, what a great problem to have, trying to figure out which one of these spots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do I, I want a
2: lot of trout or do I want a big trout?
1: <laughs>
0: you know,
2: I
3: my my parents work so hard for a living, and I tell them every week, I'm like, yeah. And I call like 25 today, and they're like, oh, sweet. Yeah, that's,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a horrible
3: day, son. Well, yeah. <laughs> It'll uh, get better.
2: Shake it off. Bad
3: conditions, man.
2: <laughs> so, yeah,
3: I'll keep you all
1: posted. Definitely. Definitely, uh, post some updates on the chat room. I'm always checking that. All right, gotcha. all right, all right guys. Uh, Andy enjoyed the trip. George, thanks for joining in. I wish I wish guest number five would have would have um, joined us, but I guess we'll we'll see who that was later.
0: But, uh, I'm pretty thanks sure for joining if, if, if Miguel's in town, he'll, he'll join us next time you do it. Yeah, anytime. yeah, Miguel's
1: good for, for joining us, yeah. So we'll get this
0: thing rolling. Thank you
1: all for joining us, and uh, thanks, Andy, for, for the trip today. Uh, I learned a what? lot, actually, um, and, and <laughs> i tell you what, with low expectations, a, a trip can really start
2: <laughs> to feel good after a few fish, huh? Tell you, know, you what, when I when I said, well, I think we got about seven, and you guys said, yeah, try about fifteen. I was like, Geez, look, <laughs> look at the captain counting, you know. Awesome. When did that happen? It happened fast. Yeah, that just it was it was mayhem there for a while. I guess uh, I got caught up in not trying to run into the bridge, and you guys were pulling in fish, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, thank y'all. I'll let you know when we're going to do it again,
1: and I'll have this published tonight. I'm working on the video. Video will up, be, up, be up tomorrow, and uh, you can see those, those big fish that we caught. Thank y'all for All joining right. us. All
2: right.
1: Thank you. All
2: right. Bye. Right. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In
0: line at the deli, I guess? In my dentist's office.